Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me this morning. I hope your day is going well and that you've been having a great weekend. With me in the studio this morning is my beautiful bride, Martha. Babe, thanks for joining me this morning. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, we're going to talk this morning about things we've seen God doing this year. We're about at the halfway point of the year, and it's just been an incredible year seeing God move in lives, and it's going to be our topic today. We just want to bring glory to God, and you know, Martha, there's so much bad news out there, and we got the good news. Yes, we do. I mean, you know, the world can have all this, but we are not of this world. We're foreigners here. We're just here to bring the good news. No matter what the bad news may be in this world, we have God on our side. He is with us, and so... We have good news to share, and that's what we're supposed to be doing, regardless of, like I said, we have hope. We can give the world hope when we share Jesus, which is the good news. That's right, and so we're going to proclaim the good news this afternoon, or, or this morning, I should say, and <laughs> just give glory to God. And you know, I spent 22 years in the newspaper business reporting all kind of news, but this is the greatest news of all to report is that Jesus died on that cross for all of us. He rose again to give eternal life to anyone, everyone who believes, and we are to proclaim that and proclaim his works. And so that's what we're going to do. But before we do, would you open us up in prayer? Oh, sure. Heavenly Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, so much for this beautiful day that you've given us, Lord, and this opportunity and to show forth your goodness and your faithfulness this morning. Just uh, thank you for the privilege of another day. And just, like I said, so many blessings already of this day. We thank you. And we praise you, Lord. And, Lord, I I let our words uh, glorify you and everything that is said and done uh, today glorify you. To show forth your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord, in every word that is said, Father. Just God and direct our, our words and actions today, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So when we uh, come to love and action each and every day, we uh, we really don't know what's going to happen, do we? No, no, we don't. But that's just the adventures with God. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. And we have seen, gosh, over the years, Martha, just tens of thousands of people come to the Lord throughout the world. Yes. As God has blessed us to partner with brothers and sisters all over this world and minister, preach the gospel and uh, many parts of the world, especially Southeast Asia. But right here at home, we have seen hundreds come to the Lord. Well, thousands, I should say. And this year, we've, we're just seeing so many people come to him. And we've already baptized more people this year than all of last year. And so God is just, his spirit is moving here in Dothan. Yes, yes. It's just like, he always, I, I believe he always wants to move. He always wants to do things in our lives and in ministries and things. But are we... Are we open to it? Are we looking for it? Because sometimes he's moving and we just don't see it because we're not looking for him in all kinds of, in all kinds of things, all situations and circumstances. We don't look, we think, you know, because he's everywhere doing all kinds of stuff all over the to- all over the world all the time. But we got to look for it. Like I said, we just have to look for it. You know, sometimes I think, you know, something so simple. You know, just excuse me, I do get a little emotional when I talk about my Lord and the goodness of him. But, you know, something so simple. You know, you think, Martha, you're silly, but that's okay if you think I'm silly. That's just how I relate to the Lord. Is, you know, we'll be driving down the road, and I see a bird landing on a stop sign when we're traveling. To me, that's just me. I guess it's just, like I said, that's just my my relationship with the Lord. He's like, hey, Martha, I see you. I see you, honey. My eyes are on you. I got you today. You know, just just seeing a bird 
you know, there on the steps, and just it's just a reminder of the faithfulness of God, and that He's always there. He says His eye is on the sparrow. Do you not know He watches you? You know, yeah. do you not know that? Because the sparrows, He is, we are much more valuable than the sparrows. So why do we worry? Why do we fret? God is watching us. You know, and He's always faithful um, to us. So again, we just got to look for Him, and just the everyday things. Sometimes we think is just common things that. Uh, you know, happens, and it's like, no, that's God's a like, beautiful flower, even. He made those for us to remind him, I'm here, I love you, I'm watching after you. It's just neat, seeing it's the simple things. I took a picture of that sunflower, first sunflower yeah. in, in our yard, and I just thought about all creation cries out to God. Yes, and, it does. And, and shines <laughs> forth his glory. It truly and does. And even the plants do that. And the Word tells us if we don't praise him, the rocks are going to cry out. And ain't no rocks going to cry out around us. Uh-uh, no, 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 <laughs> It's just, so, I mean, like I said, I always say this, but no earthly words really seem adequate enough to uh, give him the adequate praise, yeah. <laughs> you know, to seem to adequately describe how awesome he is. He is awesome and beyond awesome. Uh, it, yeah, that's the best word I've come up with to describe him, and it, it doesn't do, it, do him justice. But we have seen people giving their lives to the Lord here on campus when we're ministering on campus and many out in our community outreaches, which is often say the community outreach is so important because it's like if you have a church and you just say, okay, we open the doors, come and see us. They're not coming. Right. And that's not what Jesus did at all. Jesus went to the people and loved on them and shared the gospel with them, shared uh, his words, healed them, cast out demons, right. and ministered to the people, fed the people. I was going to say, yeah, he fed the people because he ministered to their felt needs. Yeah. Like we said this before. And then they know that he cares, and then you can minister to their other spiritual needs and otherwise. And you open I, that door with food. <laughs> I had one of our homeless friends the other day when we were uh, out on our outreach at, up at the park praying with, with them and handing out food. And he said, um, Ken, I got, a, I got a question to ask you. So he, he wanted to ask me away from everybody. I said, okay, man, what's what's up? He said, why is it that when people get saved and you baptize them, I don't see them out here on the streets anymore? And I said, well, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. And I believe the answer is once they give their lives to Jesus, their eyes are opened up Definitely. to he's got more for them. Maybe they wrote their own family off instead of the family writing them off, which does happen often, actually. So maybe the Lord opened their eyes and said, hey, go back to your family now. Right. And they go back to the family or or there's other opportunities that they didn't see before because they were looking at themselves as as just a nobody, as a down and out, rejected by everybody and and just couldn't see past that. But as soon as they were saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, they saw a, a whole new world. See differently. Right. Yeah. And maybe also, you know, because, like I said, you know, God has given them a different direction because, you know, in his word, again, it's that scripture that I always like, you know, that has been a very good scripture for me, encouraging scripture for me, is, is Jeremiah 29, 11. Martha 29, 11. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. And I think, well, I know that, you know, once you have that relationship, when you have that relationship with Jesus, the hope for the future returns in their lives. And so that's why we don't see them on the streets anymore. Or that's why things start changing for them. 
because their perception is different. They see things differently. They think differently because truly Jesus comes in and changes, makes a difference in our lives, changes our lives, and their eyes are open to what God has for them, not so much of the stuff that the world has for them, which don't take you anywhere except to the pit of hell, but God God opens up so much more avenues and has wonderful plans for you. So that's why they don't see them on the streets anymore. <laughs> exactly, and Love and Action's been around for over 20 years now, and before that we were doing street ministry, and that's the, the way people come off the streets and stay off the streets is through that life-transforming relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and so when people come to the Lord, uh, he, he does transform lives. And what's exciting, too, is when uh, when they get involved with discipleship here. and, and But we also we, we encourage them to get involved with a local church because that is just so important to, to get plugged into a local body of believers where they're teaching the Word of God and I do have to say that because sometimes the Word of God's not being taught. Right, right. And, and where disciples are being made. And, of course, they know they can come here for discipleship. They come here for fellowship, too. But it's it's also good for them to get plugged into a, a, a body of believers that's not made up of all homeless people or all people in their same situation. Because, again, we're, we're not a homeless ministry. We minister to the homeless, but we minister to everybody, mm-hmm. and specifically everybody who are in need, those who live in poverty, whether they're homeless or not. But it's just important to get plugged into a local body of believers, and when they do that, then their life starts transforming even more. Right, and like you said, when they come to know Jesus, when they start developing that relationship with Jesus, this is a different lifestyle something they haven't lived before or it has been a long time since they have lived it or been exposed to it you know grandmama's prayers and grandmama's you know, went to church with grandmama or mama but this is a, is this a lifestyle you live it's not just okay i got my ticket punched okay i'm going to heaven now see y'all later i'm gonna live like i want to no that's not it <laughs> and that's why we have uh the bible study here on wednesday nights uh that's why we have um the discipleships now you know the school of discipleship here because how are you going to, you know, live with something if you don't know what it is, what it's like? Um, that's why God gives us his word. It's a tool to teach us. And so that's why we teach them their word, teach them the word on Wednesday nights and, t- and go through the discipleship classes. Because, okay, now God has changed your life. Let's show you how to live now. Let's show you through God's word, show you how to read God's word and how to understand it. But then not only that, it's important for people to share what God has done in their lives. That's the important thing, and share them how to do that with confidence that, hey, you can do this, you know, with God's Word and, and how we teach them. What I enjoy, too, is when people come to the Lord around here, and they're wanting their lives to change, and so they're trying to live different, like you said. They may still be in the same environment because they have to live somewhere, and, and so they may still be in the same neighborhood, for example. Right. That That's rough, but... But, but they wanted to change, and, and um, some of them volunteer with us because that's part of discipleship is teaching people how to serve because the Lord, uh, the Lord took his disciples out and taught them uh, out in the field, so to speak. And when some of our uh, new believers, they come up to me, they're like, man, I can't, I can't hang out over there, and it points mm-hmm. to a group, right. not, not downing them, but saying, I don't want to be a part of that drama anymore. Right. You know, I want to. I, I want to live for Jesus, and um, and again, they're not looking down at, at the people who are in that drama, but they just came out of that, and they don't want that they anymore. Don't want, they want to be away from that. They yeah. don't want any of that. More yeah, anymore. so they want Jesus. And that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is, and, and then when 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 others see them, 
with their lives being transformed, uh, that ministers to, to them as well. And so, again, we've just seen so many people come off the streets uh, through salvation. You know, that's, uh, that's the key is, is, is giving their lives to Jesus. The, uh, the, the baptisms that we've been seeing uh, is great because around here we believe in baptizing right away. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we, we read that in the Bible. And, but we make sure people understand what baptism is all about, and we explain it to them that it's not salvific, which Miss Lynn loves it when I use that word. But <laughs> <laughs> that's just a fancy word for not pertaining to salvation. It doesn't save you. It's right. just a symbol of Right. It's, it's part of being obedient. Right. to Jesus because he tells us to, but I always refer to the thief on, on the cross. They didn't let him down to get baptized, but Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. So, but but we baptize as quickly as we can, and sometimes it, it can't be that the same day. But many times this year, somebody is here and they give their lives to the Lord, and they say, I want to be baptized. And that's awesome because that's, again, that's obedience, and usually the first step of obedience for a new believer and it's a, it's a witness to others saying, hey, I'm following Jesus in baptism. I'm doing what he's commanded me to do. I'm doing what he did. Right. And we explain the, the, the significance of baptism, that symbolic of dying to our sins with Christ as Christ was put into the tomb. So as we are immersed, which the word for the, the Greek word for baptism is baptismo, which means to immerse. So that's why we immerse. And we immerse, and when they come up, it's representative of, symbolic of rising up to new life with Jesus. And the blood of Jesus washes us clean, and the water is symbolic of that. So explain all of, all of that to them. And I tell you, the looks on their faces when they come up out of the water. You know, Brother Sean does a great job of capturing that on camera. Yes. We always ask him if it's okay if we do take the picture because, you know, it's just sharing good news. But, man, you, you see... It's almost radiance, yeah, like a radiance from their face, yeah. smiles, and the joy comes from that. Yeah, uh, and they understand why they are being baptized. Right, it's a big part of it. It is. You know, we've even had a couple that come that they had been baptized before when they were younger, even, but they just wanted to be rebaptized because they come to a revelation of, you know, back then I didn't understand it, yeah. but now I do, so I want to be rebaptized. We've even had a couple of that. Right. That's exciting, too. It is. Yeah, that's exciting, too. Because I can relate because yeah. I did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was baptized at 12 years old, I didn't really know, understand, uh, yeah. uh, understand everything. But when I was 23 and was baptized, <laughs> I understood. Another awesome thing about baptism is, again, we are all about making disciples all the time. It's, it's a lifestyle. Uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, our Lord's Great Commission. We want to make sure people understand that that commission is for everybody, so when he says, go and make disciples of all nations, then he's, he's not just saying pastors and evangelists. He's saying, all you believers, all who follow me, yes. go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So it's important for people to baptize. And the majority of believers have never done that because in churches, it's always the pastor baptizing or, or one of the pastors, which I'm, I love to baptize. I mean, that's one of the greatest honors in my life is to baptize people. But the Word of God says, as pastor, we're supposed to equip the saints, right? right? And so we have many of our volunteers baptize somebody for the first time. And we're there with them. We coach them through it. 
because some of them were kind of nervous when they they first because they understand <laughs> yeah. it's a big thing. Yeah. it's it's a big it's it a big is. deal. But man, so I, I believe they are ex- as, as as excited as those being baptized, right. and it's just cool to see. Yeah, and I, I want to commend you for doing that because you do that. You equip us because I'd never baptized anyone until you were teaching that to us, and then you you let me do that and allowed me to do that. That was a beautiful thing. And then now all these others you have let, you know, male or female, they don't have to be, it can be anybody, you know, if you lead someone to the Lord. And it was so neat. I think it was, was it last week when all of us, it was all of us women who were standing around. It was last week or week before last. Um, We baptized a young lady because she said when she was homeless and, and or she was actually in a, in a place but anyway the point is that she came to love an action and i'm just tooting god's horn not ours please um but um <laughs> when i boast boast in the lord yes that's what i yes she came to also our clinic our medical clinic that we have for the homeless and so she came there and then she just the nurses there the doctors there everyone there she felt such love such peace not condemnation not a you know, she just walked out of there with peace and joy and love. She felt loved from there at the clinic. And then also here from the campus, from the other, all the volunteers, you know, meeting, help meeting her needs and, and just being loved on here in the campus. So when we when she wanted to be baptized, I got the ladies, the nurses, the ladies around to come around, around, around with me. And I was baptizing her, all of us ladies, you know, from the clinic. It was awesome to see, you know, just to, that you do, that you allow us to do that and that, um, that we're called to do that, and I thank you for letting us do that. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's Teaching the word. Us to do that, yeah. That's the word of God, and and we want to be obedient to His word. And I I just praise God for for each and every volunteer here, and they're willing to learn. Our volunteers are they're hungry to serve the Lord, and they're they're hungry for the word of God. And you know we we have close to well, if you count the clinic, be well over sixty mm-hmm. yeah. plus. Regular volunteers, Regular, not to right. mention those who who come uh, when they're able to, mm-hmm. uh, or, or just come because um, they want to try it out, you know, and, and that's <laughs> great too. It's it's just phenomenal seeing people who are that dedicated to serve the Lord. Because one, as a pastor, that encourages me. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you kind of feel like Elijah, and you're like, Lord, I'm the only one who's here. There's nobody <laughs> else but me. And yeah. the Lord says, No, look over there, son. Mm-hmm. There, there's a remnant. And we, we have a, a mighty, God's blessed with a mighty army of volunteers, and we praise him for that. Yes. And that baptism that you're talking about, that was so special. Mm-hmm. And, again, just her face when she came up out of the water, just the glory of the Lord was, was shining on right. her. I mean, she was reflecting the sun. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she really was. And um, so we just praise God for those opportunities that he gives us. And also, during 2022, Every year seems something crazy in this world happens, right? right. We, we're just coming out of the, the pandemic uh, for, for two years. So 2020 was really a crazy year with the pandemic, and we just, incredible ministry took place that year. 2021, we still had the pandemic going on, and then our country has been, there's been so much racial tension, so much political tension, so much all kind of tension. Then this year, we've been hit with uh, just the largest inflation rate ever, and I think it hit 8.6 this past week, which is which is a new high. And so that, as everybody knows, that that's make that makes it tough yes. financially on on everybody, and especially when gas prices are are like they are, just insane. That it's so overvalued 
I read an article on, on that, uh, and it was it was a good article about how fuel is so overvalued right now. But it is, and it is what it is, as they say. <laughs> so needs are, are becoming more back to like it was in 2020. Yes, they are. Because the, the food, you know, we know there's there's shortages of different kinds of food, uh, including popcorn. Uh, evidently, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I heard you say that this <laughs> so, morning. So I was like, popcorn what? Popcorn. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Watch out. But, yeah, but um, more important food items are, are yeah. scarce at times. And we have have seen that ourselves through uh, our, our food bank in Orlando, who, who ships us a, a 18-wheeler load of, of supplies each and every month, and God bless Southeastern Food Bank, and God bless AMX Trucking for Literally, shipping it for us, yeah. man. I mean, that's just so awesome. They're, they're just wonderful. Uh, but the, the actual food that's in those trucks past few months have really declined, and sometimes, uh, well, every time except for, this, except for in um, May, uh, canned foods has been hardly any right. in there. And a matter of fact, it was in May when we were told we weren't going to get a truck because right. they just didn't have the product. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we were told. I mean, we were, we were, yeah, you got a phone call that morning. We were I coming did. in and it's like, you know, sorry, you know, Pastor Ken, you won't get a truck, you know, this month. And, but you had said, you know, you said, we're going to be praying. Well, that's okay. Yeah. God still, God still knows and we're going to be praying. And then, oh, what, three, you know, yeah, three hours and then later. Three, yeah, three hours later, I got answered. That's right. Like, he called back. And that was cool because you know, we we had uh, told our volunteers that morning before ministry about that phone call and yeah. said, look, we're not worried about it. Let's just pray because God's going to take care of us. And about three hours later, I got a phone call from the food bank there in Orlando. And they said, man, you must really must be, be praying. Yeah, I must, like, I must be praying up there. <laughs> and he said, uh a truck will ship out Thursday for you. And we had more food in that truck than we did in the previous two months combined, yes, really. Did. And um, it's still not to, wasn't nearly to the level that we used to get, but praise God for, for that. But our food pantry has not lacked, has it, Martha? No, it has not. First and foremost, it's the faithfulness of our God. Yeah. Um, you know, we were. I just came across the scripture this morning as, I was looking up on the faithfulness of God, and there's actually been a song in my heart this week about the faithfulness of God. But it's um, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It said, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. And we have definitely seen his faithfulness throughout this, um, because, you know, God uses people. Yes, he, yes, he sent us a truck when, you know, they, they would think there was going to be a truck. But not only that, we have live in an awesome community of wonderful believers that are obedient to God. When He lays, when they see a need or hear a need, or maybe God lays it on their heart, to, you know, when they're in their grocery store shopping for themselves, you know, to pick up an extra one, pick up an extra canned vegetable, pick up, you know, extra macaroni and cheese, or a, you know, a canned spaghetti sauce, spaghetti sauce, yes, uh, noodles, um, you know, canned meat. You know, things like that. And peanut butter and jelly. I mean, who doesn't like peanut butter and jelly? That's Come right. on, you know. Great protein, too. Uh, yes, yes, it is. And filling and rice. People would just, uh, uh, you know, jobs. I mean, people on their jobs, their their um, business, excuse me, their business would take up a collection, you know, for us. Or a school would do that. Or a Sunday school class. Or, or just, just individuals would come with um, all those things that we needed. And it was just... On time. Yeah, share share no. about Sister Charlotte when she was down in the, the food pantry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
our wonderful sister Charlotte. She is such a blessing. Um, she was saying the other day, it was, it was like it was last last week, that um, uh, I, we had someone bring just a tremendous amount of food, and she's and when when it came in, we delivered it in her door there for her to put up. She's like, Martha, I was just praying. And God's already answered. You know, I was praying, Lord, we need help. Lord, we need food. Lord, we need hygiene products. Lord, we need food. You know, and he said, and then you came around the corner with all these, <laughs> this cart full of food. You know, I said, God already answered. So, again, that was just so neat. Um, this, the faithfulness of God, you know, yeah. just really the faithfulness. Of God. He knows our need before we even ask. Yes. And so he's already led it on somebody's heart or, you know, a business's heart or, or you know, something like that to uh, – Donate, like I said, food, hygiene products. Even we we even got a bunch of hygiene. Yes, because uh, hygiene is always that's year round um, yeah. that we need those ty- types of things. And um, yeah, the non the non perishables and the mm-hmm. the hygienes we are just constantly going through. And even after a large donation mm-hmm. like that, we go through it quickly because yeah. the needs are there. And but but the great thing about that is that with every need comes an opportunity to plant a seed. Yes, it does. It kind of rhymes, doesn't it? Yes. With every yep. need we plant a seed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> new T-shirt there. A new T-shirt there. Yes. yes. <laughs> Michelle, are you listening? But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So so we we want to thank our, our brothers and sisters here, and Doth and throughout the Wiregrass, who are such a blessing to us and to those we serve. Because as Martha said, uh, people just show up with, yes. with food and and then we have like the joy fm did that food drive for us mm-hmm. and that was such a blessing and the truth is is we couldn't do what we do without people supporting us because right. we are we are totally supported by people but donations donations financially then like we said these non-perishable items and hygiene and tents and so forth uh, by individuals, Pro- probably about 80% of our funding comes from individuals, right. and the rest comes from uh, churches, churches as well as businesses. And so we just want to thank everyone who supports us. And if the Lord touches your heart to to support us, please do. Or if you touch your heart to support another ministry, please do, because we're all in this together, and the goal is to lead people to Jesus so their lives can be transformed by his power, by his love by his forgiveness. And we just want to just thank God for each and every opportunity that he gives us to share his, his love with others. And it's, it's the greatest calling ever uh, of anybody. If you're a believer, you have the greatest opportunity on the, on this planet. And that's to tell somebody about Jesus. It's, it's whatever position I've held in, in, in business mm-hmm. pales in comparison with telling somebody about Jesus. And while I was in G- in business, still telling people about Jesus, and so were you. So, yeah. you know, you, you don't have to be a minister. Uh, you know, the Great Commission is for everybody. And wherever you are at, that's your mission field. If you're a mom who's at home raising your kids, that's your mission field. If you're a dad and you're, you're, you're at the office, that's your mission field. So, right. you know, wherever we go, that's our mission field. And we need to be obedient to the command to go with make disciples and the great commission in mark tells us to go preach so you put them together go preach and make disciples right 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 um it was encouraging to me uh the other day um when we were out on the streets and a lady came up to brother sean and she said sean um 
You know, that, that testimony you gave a couple of years ago. It was more than a couple of years. It was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, it was a long time. It was a long time ago. But that his his testimony he shared made such an impact on her that it has given her the strength to get, get through. And she's homeless and, and her husband's not doing well. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff against her right now. But she said that testimony gave her the strength to, to take her where she's at right now and to getting her through where she's at, what she's going through right now. Yeah. So you never know what do you think? Well, I'll, I don't want to share. I don't remember. I don't can't memorize scriptures very well, or I don't remember all the references or whatever. Just share what God has done in your life. Period. That's right. That is that is so much because you can you can, people can relate to those things and going on in your life. So share your testimony. Share what God has done in your life. It can yeah. change somebody else's. Yeah, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and, and the word of our testimony. Amen. Yes. Well, Martha, we are already out of time, uh, but uh, if you would. Be so kind as to join me next week. We yes, will continue sure. this conversation, and we really want to get into our, our into discipleship, okay. which is so so important. And we will we will end it right here. But thank you for being with me today. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and we thank you for joining us this morning on Sunday morning of Love and Action. And just remember, as you go out through this day and throughout the upcoming week, that Jesus loves you. And he wants, he wants to give you the best, and the best is him. So if you haven't given your life to Jesus, I pray today is the day that you do that because he loves you, and he paid it all for us. So I pray you all have a great rest of the day, great rest of the week, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.